exclusive. The opinions expressed in Nerds on the Left do not necessarily reflect those of the B&E Podcast Network or any affiliated podcasts. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Nerds on the Left, your progressive palace for information, entertainment. What do we want to go with? Progressive palace. That is, that's interesting. I like the alliteration, sir. Uh, you know what? I always go for alliteration. I think that's the Stan Lee in me. <laughs> like, I just, I always want to do that. I'll Excelsior, sir. I, I feel like my English teacher is still following me around. Like, you know, use alliteration, use hyperbole. It's very important. Well, he gives it a little bit of a pop, you know? It gives it a little something, some pepper on your words. Like, hey, this guy graduated from middle school. Right. He knows basic, basic, uh... Grammar? Grammar? Is that is that what it even is? Sure, why not? You I know mean... what, I didn't go to school for, for communication, so... I mean, I know enough English to get by. Right? I mean, you haven't sworn this whole time, I think that's something. I, I should, I should get a, a medal. Right? <laughs> well, fuck. Everyone gets a participation medal in this week's episode. Yay! Um, not you. Aw. Um, so we have an awesome show for you today. Uh, I am Rodney, as always, and with me... I'm Mike, uh, sometimes. You're sometimes Mike. I like that. Can we call you sometimes Mike? Sure, why not? Uh, can we, please let that stick. I really hope that sticks. All right, so uh, we're going to jump right into it today, but I want to start with uh, explaining why we're here. Well, uh, we're here because we're, you know, giant nerds. We love talking about the stuff we enjoy. Uh, I think Simon Pegg uh, defined being a nerd as an unabashed enthusiasm for the things that we enjoy. And, you know, we love to discuss it, be it, you know, comics, movies, some, hell, even sometimes politics. But, you know, that that's the left part, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, I love Simon Pegg's quote. Like, that's right on the nose for me and like i also I, I consider being a nerd whenever you enjoy how happy someone's fandom makes someone else like you enjoy their happiness you haven't been on the internet much have you uh, yeah yeah there's not a lot of happiness going around but but it's it's easy to hate and i think that's just what you see the most of well it's it's what grabs your attention you see someone that you know disagrees with you and you're like burn him yeah and yeah as i get older i I don't i'm not bothered enough to do anything like that anymore i'm 30 now i'm slowing down i know i know like sometimes i wake up in the morning and literally my joints hurt i was like what the fuck am i like 60 years old now Uh, 29 i was fine i woke up the next day 30 boom I was one foot in the grave. You start bending over and making the old man noises. I, I've done that. I've totally made old man noises. You're like, what the hell happened to me? Yeah, it's, I, I couldn't believe my own body just made this. Like, did I just, like, take a load off in my in my pants? Right. But, no, it's just my body just throwing this mass into the air, standing <laughs> up. It, it protested. 
feel like I'm starting to become the crotchety old man sometimes. I'm really trying not to. But then You're younger than I am, aren't you? I am, but I'm a year younger than you, but I was already a crotchety old man when I was so 16. So you're not 30 so. yet? No. Enjoy it. <laughs> I'm just waiting for everything to go downhill. Yeah, you start to feel like the Frankenstein monster and like all the stitches are popping out as, as you're like going about your business. Like, oh, excuse me, ma'am, I'm just shopping. Yep. And your arm's falling off because that's what it fucking feels like. Like, I don't know. It's, it's like just arthritis just took over my entire body the it second I turned Sounds 30. like a machine gun as soon as you stand up. I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm waiting for like one of my knees to start clicking or something horrible like that. See, that's already happens to me, but I did stupid stuff when I was younger. So this is oh, me don't painted. do stupid stuff. Yeah, just uh, don't jump on the back of a tr- moving truck. It's not a great words. idea. Wise words, sir. Don't jump on the back of a moving truck. Don't I, do that, kids. I guess it was better than jumping in front of one, but, you know, not by much. Yeah, I, I, can, I can barely discern the difference between the two. Um, so let's just jump into some nerd stuff. Sounds uh, good. What's going on this week? I know Luke Cage just dropped, was it today? Yeah, it came out midnight today. So I'm on episode five. Oh, midnight today. So, yeah. okay, I get you. You were trying to be sneaky. Yep, sure yeah. am. So, Luke Cage, if you don't know, big black guy, uh, Tierra in the afro. Yes. Uh, uh, used to be called yellow. Power Man. Yeah, Power Heroes Man. for Hire. I always liked that concept. Like, I did, too. I'm a hero, but, you know, I need Pay to me. eat. I need to eat. Right. Um, so far, it's been pretty good. I think out of the three Netflix Marvel shows, I personally think it's kind of the weakest uh, except for the last half of daredevil season you're two. racist i'm just gonna go ahead and throw <laughs> that out there now well you know, i if you knew where i lived you have to you have to at least say it second so that you don't come off as racist that yeah, just, but then that's that feels like works. i'm just throwing out white guilt and that, i'm not doing that either yeah i, I get that so, no, I, I'm super pumped about it i i can't believe i didn't come home and immediately start <laughs> watching it but i had to prepare for the show so this is why sounding this good. This is why you're the guy in charge, sir. I just come up and say stuff. Well, we appreciate the stuff you say. Uh, so, Luke Cage does it seem to kind of stick with that like '70s storyline? Is it? No, it's you know it's modern day. Um, Any cool cameos yet? Uh, Night Nurse isn't it? Oh, okay. Well, I mean that's neat. So far, that's really. I really like one. Rosario Dawson. I gotta be honest. I'm not super familiar with the you know power man comics and so except for recently you know when he was with you know new avengers and married jessica in the comics you know i guess spoilers but screw you if you haven't read it yeah for real that was like in the 80s right wasn't it like when they got married and stuff yeah but i think they just now had a kid right yeah the kid was around 10 years ago war yeah or uh one of those something like like that in the early 2000s you really can't keep track anymore there's been two civil wars two secret wars a secret invasion I know. know. What's with secrets? <laughs> Ask Tony Stark. Yeah. Um, so uh, what are your initial impressions, though? Like, you say you don't like it as much as the others, but why? I dig it so far. I do think um, that out of the three so far, I have like it least, but it's really close. Jessica Jones was fantastic. So Jessica Jones was really, really good, but you don't – so this is – 
of all of them so far because it's just been Daredevil and Jessica Jones. And Jessica, Jessica Jones. Jones is one, and then Daredevil and Luke Cage are like two and two A. They're okay. really close together. Good, but... you have to say that because if you say the black guy is in last, then it, you're racist. I guess that's just how the world works sometimes. Now it seems that way, but they'd wheel that little podium out and be like, <laughs> "All right, say you're sorry." Right, I guess like uh, Pepe the Frog. Oh, let's not even get into that shit. <laughs> I absolutely hate that garbage. That that four chan like alt internet world. It just it seems like the asshole of the internet. It really does. It seems like that's the dredges of society, and that's just where they live. And now B is going to come after us, but you know, fuck the internet. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not worried about them. We're small fries. Right. We're small fries. We're all words and love, guys. Yeah. Um, but it's been really, it's been enjoyable so far. They really, um, it's kind of interesting because the premise is, you know, this big time mobster guy is, you know, running Harlem. Luke Cage comes in, stuff happens, and it just seems, it's just fun to see a bunch of gangsters unload on Luke Cage, and then Luke Cage just kind of shrugs and then beats the shit out of all of them. Yeah, and I, I do see that that's sometimes a problem with these characters that can't be hurt. It gets kind of boring. Yeah. You I mean, know, like, they keep having to make up little ways to make them vulnerable. And a lot of times with Luke Cage, they go through for the kid or the wife or the wife and the kid. And right. I mean, he doesn't have that yet, but so they go around the civilians. Yeah. Yeah. So, But but you said it's been kind of slow so far? Uh, the beginning was a bit slow. Uh, it started building up, I think, around episode three. Now, episode four, they kind of do a flashback into his origin, which I thought that was cool and it really... Were, I think that's what's going to bring a lot of people in because right now he's just this big, strong dude that can't get hurt. And then once he sees that, you see oh, where they're at, he's actually coming from. And I think that's where people start really going to get hooked in. I disagree. Really? Because I've seen that action scene in the trailer and it looked fantastic. Like, that's what I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see him just, like, walk through crowds of mobsters and there seems to be at least, you know, one scene of that every episode or two. So, the people oh, well, that are... I, I can't wait. I can't wait. So you're already roped in, huh? Yeah, man. I'm. I am super pumped. I have enjoyed every single Marvel Netflix collaboration so far, and but I also think that they all start out like that. They really do. It's a very slow burn, and then like around like episode five or six, it's just like, oh my god, I can't live without the show. I need more. See. I definitely thought about that with Daredevil. I thought Jessica Jones started out pretty quick. I thought that, like, right at the beginning where... It was quicker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say that. But, of course. But Daredevil, especially season one, mm -hmm. was just uh, a very slow... Right. ...like, escalation. I, can, I, I definitely see that. Um, and this one seems to follow that course a little bit. Um, like I said, I haven't seen the whole thing. And the interesting thing is, you know, Daredevil had... Wilson Fisk, and then The Hand and The Punisher. Yeah, it had some big names. And Jessica Jones had Kilgrave, which honestly I think is probably the best villain of any superhero franchise that has been shown on cinema so far. Oh, those are big words. I will say. Those are big words, especially with Heath Ledger, my man. 
May he rest in wherever he is. I can see that. That's the only person I could think that would be com- competitive there. Maybe, I guess if you want to go way far back, you could go maybe Jack Nicholson or... I wouldn't say Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor because that was a little bit campy for me, but... See, yeah, but see, that's what you get into sometimes. Right. Like, there are breakout performances like Heath Ledger and... and um and and yeah, definitely Kilgrave. Um, what's his name? David Tennant. I think that is probably what pushes it over the edge because I'm just gonna throw it out there. I'm a giant Doctor Who fan, and seeing the Doctor be that goddamn creepy is just like, Ten, no, why yeah. are you doing that? Yeah, and see, I I don't have that. Like, I've never gotten sucked into Doctor Who, and I'm so thankful. Like, I'm sure it's it's brilliant and amazing, and there's so many people out there that like it, and that's really cool. It's just not for me. You know, and that's that's what's cool about being a nerd. You, a t- real nerd, because you're not into it, that's cool. We yeah. don't have to be like, oh, you're a heretic. Yeah. And if you go the opposite way and you trash someone else for liking something or having passion about something, you were the worst kind of person. Yeah, there's no point. Why do you want to yell at somebody, you know, put somebody down for something that they like. They're not hurting you. Yeah. And you know what? It's not too late to stop, you know, because I, I, especially as a younger, I mean, the second I got Xbox Live, I was just the worst person in the entire world. But um, it was like, oh, my God, I'm anonymous online talking to strangers. This is amazing. Right, it's the internet and fuck- I get to kill them. <laughs> I get the- to kill them. <laughs> it's the Internet fuckwad theory, you know. Normal person plus anonymity oftentimes equals complete fuckwad. Yeah, and I definitely fell into that. Like, my very first experience with the internet was me being a complete douchebag. It's like, I'm not even going to mention who it was, but some celebrity had just died. And I was like, oh yeah, I was their butler. (laughs) And like, I had this huge, like, backstory and like all these things. And everybody was like, no, that's bullshit because this and this. I was like, no. No, I was there. It wasn't like that. And I just kept stringing along these, like, four or five people in some AOL chat room. Like, <laughs> You know he's ago. old when he's talking AOL. Yeah, yeah. Like, you had to boot up the disk, actually pay for internet. Well, I mean, I think everybody pays for internet still, Mike. But, but yes, yes. It was, You're it was pay- a horrible essentially paying era. for email. It was a horrible era. And porn, I, I'm not even going to get started on that. It was a sad day for, for males. Now it's almost too much. I've tried segueing twice now, and I think I'm just going to like shift gears like, like a teenager learning to drive stick, like just grinding the gears. But I, So I'm just going to shift over to it abruptly. Um, no Man's Land. Uh, have you seen all the shit that's happening with that? Yeah, they're getting investigated for fraud, which... I've never heard of in a games company. I have seen some shady shit happen, but this is the first time someone's it feels like someone's actually been called on it. Yeah, for real. Like like there's been like threats before, but this is the first time I've ever seen like a population of owners of the game and other companies and other people stand up and be like, "No, what you did was wrong." Well, I mean, I think there's a if it was just a bad game, it would be one thing. But it seemed like they were intentionally misleading some people. Like until recently, I haven't checked today, but last time I checked, the original badass trailer that they put out at like E3 was still the first thing you saw on their Steam page. Yeah, and you know what? Let's let's do that. So, what is No Man's Land? 
No man, no man's sky. No man's sky. I always do that. No man's land is a awesome uh, Batman uh, collection. I don't know. It's a much collection more, of stories. It's awesome. Just go out and buy it and read much it. Much more worth your time than No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Well, No Man's Sky seemed like it was going to be like this space sandbox game where you would be on your own planet. You would be able to travel to other planets. There was space combat. There was wacky monsters. There was just all of this stuff that they said you were going to be able to do. And nope. Yeah. One of the big promises, because it's all procedurally generated. Yeah. So that means every single planet is going to be different for every single person. And you get to name the planet, which I thought was awesome. That's really cool. So I pre-ordered it. Oh, really? I did. I pre-ordered it. Then, That's your first mistake. Never pre-order I, video games. I really, I never do. I got caught up in the hype wave. I got caught in the hype wave for this one. Wow. Like, I bought it the day before it came out because I was supposed to get some sort of special ship. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But then I started to hear the trickles. The trickles of the critics coming the out saying... the rumblings of discontent. Yeah, yeah. Just angry nerds everywhere saying, what the fuck is this? And... At first, you have to take it with a grain of salt because mm-hmm. there's angry nerds doing that for everything. Always. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I- anytime you have a game as hyped as No Man's Sky, you're gonna have a population of people who say that sucked. But then there are so many, and they were just so adamant about how misled they felt. And it's just at a certain point, you have to give credence to it. And obviously, people have because you know they're being investigated for fraud. Well, if you take a look at the E3 trailer that came out whenever it was majorly announced you had herds of procedurally generated creatures running away from larger creatures that were actually interacting with the environment and swimming and splashing around this little pond and like there were bird i mean all these different species at once and it just seemed a much more alive game and then you see like on twitch people playing it the day it comes out and everything's a barren wasteland right, with some sort like of H1Z1 weird in space. monster creatures that were like bolted together with the assets from, you know, just thousands of different random things. It looked like shit. It, it looked was, horrible. When I first saw the trailer, my initial reaction was there's no way in hell they're going to be able to do that. Uh, I saw it and instantly was like, I need to buy a new computer. <laughs> That that's happening. I need to buy a new computer so that it can run this beautiful, amazing. Right, it art. like you were going to have to have a beast just to be able to boot it up. Yeah, yeah. And and then it came out, and I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this or not, but I believe today they crossed a horrible, sad milestone in that game's history. No Man's Sky has less than a thousand players a day. Wow. A thousand players a game. It went from one of the most hyped games of the year to dead. Yeah. Very quickly. I mean, when did this game even come out? Yeah, look it up real quick. To the internet. Yeah, when did this game come out? I mean, it couldn't have been very long ago. I mean, maybe a month. Maybe a month. And I don't know if you saw this graph either. August 9th, 2016. August 9th. I mean, that is insane. Yeah, so... So two months. Just about... Yeah, just about two months. Have you actually played the game? No, I bought it and I returned it before it even came out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I was one of those smart people. But, I mean, this game is just, it's breaking all kinds of... of... Bad records. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've never heard of Steam accepting a game uh, 
through their refund policy after you playing it more than two hours, they were refunding people's games just just because of the dissatisfaction. Now, did they do that with uh, Arkham Knight? Oh, you know what? They probably did with that one just I, because it was, was such a so piece broken. of trash. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it was completely broken. It's still not very playable. Like, I have a save game right now where I'm stuck because I've 100%ed everything, but for some reason I never got the, the cue to do something that I needed to get a bat gadget of some kind. So I just, I just, I can't play that game anymore. Fantastic. Yeah, and I'm like 89% of the way through. And you're just like, going from Arkham City to that, it's just, all you had to do is make more of that. Make more of that. <laughs> like, make the area slightly bigger and give us a few different Batman costumes, and I would have bought that game Exactly, again. yeah. Which I guess is what the, the Game of the Year edition was. <laughs> I'm kind of worried about this. On one hand, I think that No Man's Sky deserves to be investigated. They, I feel they intentionally misled people. Developers went on complete radio silence when the first trickles of discontent came out. Yeah, did you see the graph? No, I didn't. Somebody, somebody actually graphed like how many tweets and retweets they have. And as it gets closer and closer to launch, it's just going up and up and up like a roller coaster. And then the day it launches, boom, radio silence. So... That roller coaster didn't have any brakes. No, they were freaking out. I'm sure they're freaking out. And like they say some of the, the things that were promised are coming in updates, but who cares about that? There's a thousand people playing. You, your time yeah, has passed. You're done, man. I mean, unless you do some fucking crazy-ass magic, I don't see that game ever coming back from Oblivion. You might have to make it free to play to even have a shot, but I don't see how you'd even be able to do that. Oh, I'm sure they can do it. I mean, if they've already spent all that money to make the game, they'll have slap, to do something. They'll slap some buy crystals for fifty cents each here or some shit like that. I, I, I am over the microtransactions yeah. and video games thing. I, I just I can't do that anymore. I've never been a big thing, a big fan of it, just because. Cosmetic stuff never really appealed to me. Anything that you could buy that would give you a competitive edge, I thought was cheating. So I just never really bought microtransactions at all. The only time I have bought in-game purchases was I was you know, 10 miles away from a Pokestop and I bought Pokeballs. That's, that's about it. That's legit. <laughs> I, I would do the same thing in those in those shoes. I ran a 5K and I bought a bunch of incubators because I was like, Hey, I gotta run this shit anyway. I might as well hatch some eggs. Oh yeah, how'd it work out? Um, uh, there was no signal, and I only hatched like one. I, uh, like, God, I, I knew damn that, it. that story had a sad ending. It was just blisters and annoyance. Yeah. Everyone was just staring at the person who convinced us to go. I was like, really? I paid to run. No one was even chasing me. What the fuck did I do? Yeah, you know you really fucked up in life whenever you're running and, and you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you run by choice. You can tell, like, we're some fat fuckers because we were just like, eh, running? Nah, never. I would never do that. Murder me. <laughs> just leave me somewhere that I can be found without running. It's like, you know what? We are the technological kings of this, you know, solar system, as far as we know. We didn't get this far up to fucking walk around. We have stuff that propels us now. We don't have to do this. The Wally, the Wally future is the future. It is coming. It's coming. We're all gonna have our little hover pods. It's gonna be awesome. 
I'm going to drink so many of those sodas. Right? Space sodas. It's going to end up being soiling green, sir. No, don't do that shit. Don't ruin my future. It's people. All right, so moving right along. Dude, oh, Wonder Woman this week, for some weird reason, I don't know if you saw this or not, people are freaking out because Wonder Woman, they kind of confirmed in a recent issue, is bisexual. I mean, she did spend, what is it, 20 some odd years on an island with only women? Yeah. You got to scratch that itch. And you know what? It's It's been, they've known about this shit since the 70s. Yeah. Like, this is not the first time this has come up. Well, it's not the first time that Wonder Woman has been involved in this. She was created by the same guy that created the lie detector and was so into bondage that her weakness was... She got chained by a man, and she lost her powers. Yeah. Um, Pink has always been with Wonder Woman. See, you've ruined my thing there, because I actually I Googled his name before we started. I was like, I'm going to have one piece of accurate information to say. And then you were just like, some dude, his name is William Marston. William Marston. William Marston. Yeah. He, uh, I didn't see the other stuff that you were talking about, but he that definitely he, created Wonder Woman. I, he also I read invented enough the, the lie detector. to know that. He, so he did the lie detector test, yeah, too? which is... Interesting, I guess. I mean, that's cool. I mean, it's no Wonder Woman. He's he's got a lot of weird investments. Yeah, he's like just... random inventions and comics. Well, he kind of sounds like my kind of guy. You know? Yeah. Well, I can always at least thank him for all the Wonder Woman cosplays. Oh come on, man! Don't be one of those guys. Cosplay is an art form that can be smutty sometimes. But yeah, I don't understand the the big you know, blow up about it. It's the same people that got pissed off when, you know, Miles Morales became super Spider-Man when they killed Jason Todd and they thought it was Dick Grayson. It's mostly people who don't really read comic books and they see somebody they know getting changed from this thing they knew before and they're getting pissed off. Did you just drop a spoiler just a second ago of something that happened this week? What? The Jason Todd thing? No, this is way back in the day when he oh, died okay, the first okay. time as Robin. Okay, because somebody just died in a book, and I'm like, I'm looking forward to it, and I haven't read it yet. Oh, no. Not yeah. as far as I know. I have not read anything. I think it's one of the Robins, but Well, you've got, what, five to choose yeah, from? Yeah, there's so many fucking Robins now. Like, I I don't understand that. Like, why the fuck are there so many Robins? Well, a couple of them died and came back. Well, I mean, Batman, if you could just stop taking in young boys for a little bit, I think everybody will be a little bit happier. Well, he's got to pick up where Michael Jackson left off. Oh, that's low. Low, low, low. Um, But no, I just, I don't understand the Wonder Woman controversy. Like, A, they've talked about it in the comics before. B, she came from an island full of women. I mean, you normal humans need companionship yeah um and three they fucking talked about it before they've literally said it they've hinted they've prodded they've they've shown like it's all over the fucking place well that's the whole thing is people that don't know the lore are getting it's like mad the internet just found out today yeah like oh shit what all of our geeky fantasies really happened somewhere on a fake island in some writer's mind right so I, I just don't get the uproar. But I, I don't, I don't either. You know, it's the same. It's 2016. Yeah, it's just some the newest thing to get mad about. They'll get 
something else will happen. They'll get pissed off about something else later. And before that, it was what? Captain America's Hydra, and that lasted all of a few issues. One. It lasted one issue that people were like, oh, shit. My Captain America was part of Hydra this whole time. But the very next issue, they were like, no, this is a fake thing that this happened. And, you know, he just thinks that it's reality. Like, what the fuck? One issue. And people were just, like, burning Captain America books. Like, Yeah, but they bought the book to burn it. Well, uh, yeah. But I, you know what? I was all for them burning those. It's like, burn them. Mine just went up in value. Right? Yeah. Now there's one fewer. It became so, just that much rarer. So now it's worth $7. Is it worth $7? I, no I will idea. sell that shit right now for $7. Do you want it for $7? $6.50. I will sell it to you for $6.50. So now we're haggling, huh? Five. I will sell it to you for $5. I'll Please take... take this issue. <laughs> it was that good, No, huh? I actually really liked it. I was one of the few people who didn't shit all over it. I was like, it's a new idea. Let's see where it goes. And... They didn't even go very far well, with it. That's the whole thing. It's comics. If you don't like the way something's going, wait a few issues, it'll change. Oh, 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 yeah. And and the way comics are delivered, just the, the monthly delivery system, they change drastically every month. Well, that's was one of the things that's messing with me with Rebirth. Some of these things are, you know, bi-weekly. I'm like, dude, my wallet, ow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's cheaper, Mike. Don't you understand? So if you pay two ninety nine twice a month as opposed to 4.99 once a month you save money <laughs> the math does not compute in my head sir it just is not nope no 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 i mean that's that's how they market it they just just like yeah we're going to have a, a few more ads and a few less pages but the price will go down and people are like yeah the price will go down that's amazing and you're by by monthly that's awesome yay and then so you're spending more every month for eh, slightly more story. Slightly, because ha- slightly you know, more. Speaking of Wonder Woman, have you seen the Snickers ads in the DC commercials? Those are the most distracting ads I've ever seen. Wonder Woman gets hungry and turns into Doomsday. Well, okay. So when I first saw that, it was um, a few months ago. Whenever Rebirth first happened. Mm-hmm. And it happened in, I believe, Action Comics, whatever the first one is after they returned to their old numbering system. Um, and it was in a, it was during a fight with Doomsday. I was <laughs> literally confused for a second. I was like, no way. I got a joke, like, sponsor right? comic or something like that. Because I'm reading it, Superman's getting his ass kicked by Doomsday, and then, you know, Superman's got, starting to get the upper hand, and then... Superman gives him a Snickers. And I'm just like, I don't... And where'd Batman come from? I don't even know where Batman came from. He wasn't even in the story. It literally confused me for a good five or six seconds. But I'm stupid. So, <laughs> you know, there's that. But what, what about you? I mean, are you okay with those kind of ads? Uh, I'm not... I mean, su- I understand they got to make money. Uh, yeah, I guess so. But it really just... Feels like I'm the grumpy old man again. I want more comics, but you know, I want more for less. You guys work for free or cheap. I, I just, 
like I do understand where they're coming from. It's and it's the same with the microtransactions and video games. The developer needs to make money. It's a business. They have employees. They have stockholders. A lot of times, I understand all that. Well, especially with comics, because although the you know the extended universe with film and everything are still blowing up, comics are not exactly you know a big money maker. And I think they they're trying to change that by shaking it up uh the distribution like dc is with doing the bi-monthly stuff they're messing with prices i mean marvel some of their books are 5.99 yeah uh dc some of their special books are 5.99 like the um and the annuals like jla annuals yeah and then the um dark knight 3 yeah i think those are 5.99 still um, did you see that they they actually extended that out to nine issues? I did not. They did. That's now nine issues. There's just so much story there to tell. Right. Yeah. For most of the stuff I've read in Rebirth, I have liked much better than New Fifty Two. Oh yeah, it's 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 leaps and bounds above New Fifty Two. I kind of feel like with New Fifty or with Rebirth, and then with Civil War Two and the Marvel side, they're kind of swapping a little bit because. New 52, DC was all, you know, kind of grim, dark. And it feels like they're a little more lighthearted now where Marvel seems to be going the opposite. Well, I mean, I just I think it's just a secular kind of relationship that those two companies are in. I mean, when one's up, the other must be down. And I, I think that's just it's just another one of those things. Yeah. But I will say I spoke a lot of shit about Rebirth in my other podcast. And when it came out, it blew my pants off. Like, I think it was one of the few times I actually started, like, tweeting writers and, and artists and, and and actually saying, hey, you know, now, I like your shit. Is Jeff Johns, is, he's head of creative now, right, at DC? Yes. Now, do you think that has something to do with the way they're going? Because I, I think he's in a, a damn good job. I I think so too. My my favorite thing about Jeff Johns is that he took characters that people either forgot about or didn't care about to begin with and made them relevant. And he's one of the few people that did that consistently very well. Like no one gave a damn about Hal Jordan until Green Lantern Rebirth. Yeah, I mean I mean he's he's always been my green lantern like i love how jordan but but i do understand where you're coming from but uh, just rebirth was i don't know it was a stroke of genius a little bit like, i heard some people were kind of slagging on it just because of like the watchman angle See, i love that i love that like i love watchman um big alan moore fan well a lot of people thought that was like a you know kick in the nuts to alan moore just get him out the door but he was going there anyway. Yeah. He, he didn't need any pushing or kicking or anything like that. No, I think he pretty much checked out after the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen film. Yeah, and I think you're right. I like, can't I'm, I'm blame him. That back. movie was a piece of shit. It was enjoyable. Like, it, I yeah, it was bad. But it was the fun bad. It was definitely fun. Like, that was it was one of those... Okay, so there's a few movies that I will defend simply because they were fun summer movies. Like they were exactly what I wanted at that moment. And that's fantastic Four, the original. Okay. Okay. That was just a movie that came out. I was like, I enjoyed it. It was a comic book movie. 
it didn't offend me in any way. It was just fun. It happened. I enjoyed it. I, it, it earned my $6. Okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, yes. Punisher. Which one? Tom Jane. Yes, I love that movie. Oh my God, you're one of me. One of us. One of us. Like, I love Tom Jane uh, as Punisher. I did too. I thought... I. I mean, obviously he was better than Dolph Lundgren, but... And you know what? I know somebody that will kick your ass if, if they hear you say that. Dolph's the man! Well... If you know where Rodney is, you know where I'll be on Friday nights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could happen. That would be awesome. I would love for somebody just to randomly <laughs> drop by just to kick your ass. That would be, that would be, I'd put a mic down there. Just, yeah. Tell us how it feels. Ow. <laughs> We're going to come back with a uh, a game that I made. You know, I, I, I love playing games and making up games. So I'm going to have a special game for Mike when we come back. I'm frightened. Don't be frightened. It won't be that bad. It may be bad. It's called Trick or Trump. Two versus three. Nerds with beers and opinions. A podcast on the B and E Network, hosted by Cody O, Kyle Hodge, and Greg Moser. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and episodes available at iTunes, Stitcher, and <laughs> episodes available at the B and E Network. <laughs> Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, <laughs> and GiggleFans. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and bmoviesandebooks.com. So, Mike, the name of the game is Trick or Trump. Huh? What? Okay, uh... Yeah. Uh, Get some energy, sir. You got this. Alright, let's do this. So, Trick or Trump. I've got five facts here. That seems like an oxymoron with Trump. It is! God damn it, you ruined my joke! Damn it! Alright, I've got five facts here, but some of them are Trump facts, which means they're fucking outrageous lies that I made up. So uh, I'm just going to go right through them, and I'd like to uh, you to tell me if you think they're true or false, and also uh, tell me a little bit about why you think that. Okay. okay. Sounds good. So our first trick-or-Trump fact. Trump won a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actor in the 1990 film Ghost Can't Do It. Oh, and you better believe I'm going to put some sort of music underneath this. I'm going to go... Trump. I think that's true. You think that's true? I think that's true. Uh, Why? He just seems like the kind of guy who would be in a movie called Ghost Can't Do It. I think he's the kind of guy that would do anything to get his name out anywhere. And I, I think the real question here is, what can't the ghost do? It. What is it? Because according to Ghostbusters, ghosts can do it. Which Ghostbusters? Dude, come on, the original. Um, there was that whole like sex scene in the bed. You're right. You're right. Um, so for the first one, that is actually true. So that is one point for Mike. Yay. 
Oh, okay. You gotta, you gotta be more excited about every point you get, man. Well, I gotta right. see how hard this is gonna be first. Well, I mean, I'm gonna hit you with some toughies here in a second. Like Lester Holt did to Trump, apparently. Oh, come on. So, let's see. Uh, Trump has never once used an ATM to withdraw money. I don't know how that would be verifiable. Um... I'm going to go... Don't poke holes in my game. <laughs> don't know if that can be verifiable. Jesus. I'm sorry. I like fact-checking. Uh, this may or may not be a fact. Um, I'm going to go... True. I don't think he would actually handle things like that himself. That is true. Ding! Or whatever noise that I'm going to put underneath here. thought this was supposed to be hard, sir. Hey, listen, I haven't hit you with the biggies yet. They're coming. All right, all right. All right, so... Trump offered President Obama free golf for life if he resigns the presidency. I'm going to go trick on that. I don't think Trump would offer Obama free anything. You're fired. Uh, that's actually true. He did. He actually offered the president of the United States free golf at any of his resorts if he resigned the presidency. Wow. Like, what president would actually say okay to that? Uh, what kind of what kind of what kind of offer is that? It's the same kind of Obama's got money. And Trump seems like he doesn't have as much money as he says he does. No, no, that's not the point though. Obama could buy a round of golf anytime he wants at any of Trump's shitty golf courses. Or he could go to, you know, a, a good golf course. Yeah, there you go. Could for free go because he's the better. fucking president. Yeah. Oh, oh, you gotta move. Gotta keep moving. Um, next yeah, question. Go ahead. Trump, despite being a germaphobe, bought Mike Tyson's famous solid gold toilet. Now, first off, Trump loves gold. Yes. Like, ha did you see the interview? I did. With, like, the fucking, like, gold thrones that he and Mike Pence were sitting in? It was a bleak view of things to come if we don't do what we're supposed to. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I'm so, going germaphobe, to... solid gold toilet. I'm gonna go trick on that. I don't think so. Good one. That is actually false. How I many points do you have now? You have three, three to one. Three points. Okay. See, that's how high I can count. We we reached the upper limits of how high I can count. Well, you've got sandals on. You can just use your toes. I could, but fuck you. Um, last one. So you're doing actually really well, I feel. So I've got, I've won. I'll Oh, you, well, you haven't won. I mean, there Sorry, are no winners. There are no winners. There's no prizes. You get nothing. Uh, I'm winning the internet, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. No, no. Well, we'll see after we put out a few episodes. We'll see if we're <laughs> winning the internet. Uh, Trump once punched his second grade music teacher in the eye because he said he didn't think he knew anything about music. I'm going to say... False. I don't think he's got the balls to punch anybody. You're fired. Oh, I love the fact that you said that, because that is actually true. Really? That is actually true. He bragged about it in a book. 
um, he punched the teacher because the teacher didn't know anything about music. Wow. Yeah. He's got the temperament to be president, though. Oh, yeah, indeed. That's right. We'll fire Hillary. Hillary, you're fired. Okay. Uh, three out of five. That's not bad at all for this episode of uh, Trick or Trump. So what I get? You get nothing. What? I told you you get nothing. I don't lie about giving you nothing. I will always give you nothing. I guess it's the moral victory that counts. Nope. I'm not, even, I... I'm not even going to give you the moral victory. You get nothing. Just the fact that I outwitted you at your own game is satisfaction enough. Listen, three out of five is not, you know, 100%. Uh, you know what? It's better than 50. You couldn't get 50. It's I got five m- questions. Is it a majority? <laughs> you got the lowest score that could be a majority. I still passed. Did you see his uh, little 3 a.m. Twitter rant on Miss Universe? It was amazing. It was amazing. And the deft of Hillary mentioning her in the in the in the, the, the debates the other night. If you want to talk about the debates, we can definitely get into those a little bit. But she just like, oh, just drop, a little tweak. That, just drop that in there. And he jumped on it and took that bait so you could just hear his so good. You know, campaign managers in the background just going, No yeah, put down the phone. But yeah. Get so, off the coke, you sniffling bastards. So Trump sent out a bunch of tweets about the Miss Universe. Uh, I don't remember her name. Do you remember her name? Alicia Machado. Okay, so Trump sends out a lot of tweets about former Miss Universe Alicia Machado. Am I saying that right? Sure. Yes, I knew it. I'm really good with those kind of like last names. I'm really good at people's last names. Um, so he sent out some bullshit. What, what, what exactly did he send out? Do you remember any of them? I remember that he said she was the worst Miss Universe ever because she gained a lot of weight. She said something about a sex tape that doesn't yeah. exist. He said that she has a sex tape that she that everyone should go watch. So, like, one day he's telling us that he's good enough to be president, and then the next he's telling us to go watch porn. Which could very likely be revenge porn. Well, I mean, it could be, but it doesn't exist. Like, ever since 3 a.m., the press has been looking for it, and they can't find it. So, I mean, it, it doesn't exist. There's no evidence of its, of its existence. I think, which is just diabolically brilliant or just... His nature. He throws so much bullshit against the wall that nothing ever sticks until maybe recently because people are actually calling him a liar in the press now, which, you know, that could have been done last year and maybe stop this whole shit show from starting. But yeah. And, and you know what? Uh, we're speaking really disrespectfully about Mr. Trump right now. Um, and going forward in the show, I don't. I'm going re- I'm going to try really hard not to do that to people okay. with a- ideas outside of what we think. But Trump is one of those kind of people that I feel totally justified in doing it because he's so fucking outrageous. Well, there's a difference between having disagreeing ideas and outright lying ex- and expecting us to swallow his bullshit. Yeah. I mean Especially once you get into like statistics and really making an informed decision, there are different points of view. I mean, the same statistics can be read multiple ways, right. and that's completely understandable. You could have 
different ideas about, you know, I want a small government or, a, you know, a big government that covers everything and handles everything for us. Um, I mean, you can fall anywhere in that spectrum and still be fine. You're still right because that's what you think. But Trump is one of those people that I, I can't get behind anything he says. Right. I mean, you'll say something like, you know, Mexican rapists are overflooding the border when immigration is net zero right now. Yeah, or, it's going it's gone down every single year. Like it, or stop and frisk was a great idea when it was you know judged in, unconstitutional. Yeah, I heard that during the the debate as well. Lester Holt said, "Oh, that's unconstitutional." And Trump's "No, it's not." No, it wasn't. Every time he speaks is just this nerve in my head just kind of just clenches up and like no, stop. Why are you going why are you one of the nominees for president? I will say that my social media experience has both been better because of Trump and some of the crazier things that's come out because of him, but it's also been really stressful. Like seeing all of that negativity be promoted for free by the media. Yeah. You know, like it, it's just like it just drains me emotionally to see all of that. And it feels almost like a train wreck sometimes. Like you don't want to see it, but it's just so insane. And yeah, it's funny sometimes. And then you see some of the people you know that believe it, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And, and and while we're talking about uh, Trump um, or, or people with weird names, while we're talking about people with really shitty weird names, um, did you see Elizabeth Warren go after uh, the CEO of Wells Fargo? I did, and we talked about this a little bit before the show, before this new stuff happened. And you're like, you said Warren destroyed it, and I said, like he gives a shit because he still got all of his money. Well, um. Yeah, you're in those words a little bit now. Huh? A little bit. He he doesn't have as much money. He doesn't Mike, have forty one million dollars of it. Yeah, but he's he yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He is, but and even if he does resign, he'll get another job the next day if he wants. Yeah. But it's Mike, look on the bright side. It's something, for God's sake. It, it something is, actually it, happened to somebody in the financial sector. Yeah. It's not I mean It's a win, it's just a very small W. You know. At this point, I'd almost take what I can get. So maybe it's progress. Maybe the next time well, we should like tell the actual story. So what actually happened? Well, Wells Fargo had these wacky sales goals because apparently eight rhymes with great. So that's how many. That was the goal for all of their customers' accounts. They needed to have eight accounts. Mm-hmm. So. Under all of this stress, the employees of a certain branch started, I guess, making fake accounts? Yeah, they were making fake accounts to up their cross-sell percentage. And then the customers were actually getting stuck with all the fees for all these multiple accounts. Wow. And now you have people coming out of the woodwork saying like, oh, yeah, I've had 15 accounts at one point. I can't. I can't imagine needing more than two accounts. Yeah. Like, I know I'm still fairly young, but, like, we have checking and savings. I think we have two checking and a savings. So, yeah, yeah I, that's 
three. But still, why would you need? Why would you need That's fifteen? Why would you need eight? Eight no. is a r- ridiculous number. Because it rhymes with great. And that's a ridiculous reason for needing a ridiculous amount of of accounts. And what was that? And that was in a memo that eight rhymes with great. And that's why their sales goal was eight per customer. And I don't know if he was expecting Warren to throw that at him because. Oh, she called for jail time. She went deservedly so. Like. And he kept saying, like, oh, well, I mean, that was just our employees. Like, we didn't really have anything to do with it. Um, if you watch John Oliver, I think it was John Oliver, took him to town on that because uh, he pulled up memos and saying, like, uh, where he spoke to stockholders and the stockholders um, were given information saying, we are a great company because we cross-sell so much. We can get our customers more accounts, which means more fees, which means more money for the company, which means money in your pockets. He basically sold them on this idea that his his employees can get those outrageous numbers, which was completely fraudulent. It, it was a unex. It was the goal was too high to expect anyone to actually reach without unethical means. Yes, yes, that's exactly what it was. Um, so while maybe he, even if he wasn't involved at all in anything actually fraudulent, he just set the goal that high. He should, at the very least, give back the money that he profited right. from those fraudulent uh, transactions. And I'm honestly surprised that they did anything, but I'm super glad that they did. maybe this will set a precedent. It's 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 yeah, you know, it's a first step. It's a first step. At the very least, it might make somebody think twice before doing something this fucked up. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a horrible situation all around. Like, and Wells Fargo's losing employees, and I mean, what it was like twenty five hundred employees, and so I mean, this wasn't something that was just like a few employees. Right. This was a like, widespread. Like, management had to have known about it. Yeah, at least have gotten word. I didn't. At least one of the branch managers, I guess, got fired, but that's yeah. one person. Yeah, and it was it was like it wasn't even regional. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a weird situation, but I'm glad that he's he's feeling it in his wallet a At little bit. At least a bit. little bit. At least a little bit. I mean, I'm sure he's supposed to make like $140 million this year or some, some outrageous amount like that. Are you looking it up? How much he made? Yeah. It was it Strumpf? Strumpf. Like Drumpf. Yeah, exactly like Drumpf. They could be related. Hey, this is Craig Wade and Brian Allen Delaney from B Movies and Ebooks, a podcast about cult and horror films and genre fiction. You can catch new episodes on iTunes and Stitcher every Wednesday. B Movies and Ebooks, we bleed fiction. So I think we're getting close to, to wrapping up. Um, so I want to end on something happy. All right. Um, or at least it made me happy. I, I don't think it made uh, a certain dictator uh, happy. So North Korea, a glitch happened with like their government's you know controlled internet and it allowed the entire world to see what their internet is or really i guess it's intranet because it's just that one country but um guess how many websites it has mike 
Um, I'm going to go a little high. 200? Do you really know the answer and you're just trying to be funny for the show? Maybe. You're an asshole. So it has 28 websites. Including in those websites were, I think, two travel ones. Like two travel, like book your flight. Uh, one was like a Yahoo Friendster kind of thing called Friend. Um, a bunch of them they couldn't even access because they were down. <laughs> the best and fastest one was obviously the the government the run propaganda, yeah. propaganda uh, channel. But like, I, I think I go to like twenty eight websites just for porn. <laughs> like, like those are my staple twenty eight websites, and that's their entire internet. Is and and the worst part, no porn in any of those twenty eight. No, all the porn for himself. He's <laughs> like, I, I just have T1 lines. So a bunch of laptops with just porn 24 hours a day. That's what he does. But it, Doesn't it look like that's what he does? Honestly, I don't know what it looks like. It, it, I, I've never seen no, a I mean, human look, look I mean, like that before. <laughs> like, like he, he looks like a real-life penguin. He looks like gout in human form. That's a good way to describe it. Gout in human form. I want to. Re- I want to. I don't know why. I really want to see Kim Jong Un in a full length uh, fur coat. <laughs> I don't know why I want to see that. It, I don't know. I'm just, it's just on my bucket. It's on my bucket list. You know, better than like the Borat bikini, I guess. Well, thanks, thanks. I'm glad you think that much of me. Yeah. Um, I just want that mental image burned into your mind. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, me naked is gonna. Oh, I guess, I guess it would be him naked, but eh, whatever. Somebody's naked. Um, so real quick, uh, you can follow us if you if you like the show and want to hear more uh, on Twitter at Nerds on the Left. Um, we have a Facebook page. It is Facebook.com slash Nerds on the Left. Nerds on the Left. That's right. Um, so you can follow us there. Um, we're going to put up links to the episodes that come out, uh, any kind of nerdy things that we see that we enjoy. Uh, we're here to make you laugh. We're here to entertain you, and that's what we want to do. So tell us how to do it. Help us help you. Help us help you. It's um, my scrub quote for the, the episode. Um, anything else? Yes. Vote. For the love of God, vote. Oh, we got plenty of time for that. But, yeah. Get it out early. Dude, register to vote. Find your local uh, clubs, Democratic or Republican. I don't care. But get your vote on come November. Get your informed vote on. Please, please, because that's all we need. Like, I don't mind if you disagree with me. Just have a good reason for it. Don't just be blindly like, I hate Hillary or I hate Trump. Figure out what you actually believe and then vote that way. Don't just vote that way because your dad did. And ignore And ignore your preconceptions as you're doing some of the reading. Um I just just get out there and vote and vote early because voting early is so simple. There's no lines whatsoever. It's fantastic. And know the voting laws in your state. Know if you have to have an ID or any sort of weird hoops you have to jump through before you go just to save yourself the hassle. Yeah, I think I think that that's good. I mean, we dropped a bunch of I was I was going to say we should end in the show with some sort of nerdy words of advice 
for living life for you know living in this political world but i think we just dropped uh, like a truth bomb on people so so go out and do all that stuff those are all of our wise words for this episode um i don't really have a sign off yet i don't have like a big like hey we'll see you next time or you know or anything like that so we'll see you next time the podcast you just heard is part of the b and e network Brought to you by BMovies and ebooks.com. Yeah.